everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from hot but going to cool Ooh, Salt Lake City, Utah. Thank God I'm Atheist, the podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Dan, and we're both very excited that weather is happening in Salt Lake City right now. <laughs> you know, I like the warm Dan, but I like the cool better. Yeah, well. Actually, I don't even like the warm too much. I like the warm, but it's I, it's yeah. fine. We It's it's a desert. We very rarely get actual weather in the summertime. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, and coming up today on today's show, uh, Shannon Lowe. Shannon Lowe. Uh, uh, the Order of Elijah. Yeah. Uh, this is a, a very a very spiffy uh, former Christian band. Mm. Uh, now atheist band. Now no longer Christian. They disbanded. They no. Oh. They they just rebranded the banded. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. That's coming up on the second half of the show. Dan did a nice little interview with them, so we'll 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 listen we'll, in. We'll play that. Yeah. We'll. That's a thing to do. We'll just eavesdrop on their conversation. <laughs> Already in progress. <laughs> no, we'll we know, stream. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but before we do that, we have mm-hmm. stories to tell you. No. Yes, we do. No. Yep. There's there's shit that happened out there in the universe, and we're mm. we're gonna tell you every bit of it. Okay. Uh, you want go? All right, Dan. Your mark. You're start. a movie fan, Dan. Right? I'm, I'm a lover of the you, you the like, cinema. You, <laughs> cinema. I actually had a professor who called it cinema. Really? He was from the UK. Uh-huh. And it was cinema. I don't know why they emphasize the awe at the end. <laughs> oh, I do enjoy the cinema. <laughs> why are you putting this the emphasis on the end there? Uh, yeah, they do, though. They um, do. Well, you know that nice Mel Gibson? Oh, that really nice fella. He produced that uh, Passion of the Christ he film did indeed. a few years ago. And, and got uh, himself into some hot water over some comments. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. nonetheless, um, he's back. Oh, good. Uh, this time making Passion of the Christ 2, Jesus Returns. Oh, no. <laughs> Wait, that the title I'm, I'm guessing is a joke. <laughs> well, I just made that up. But okay. uh, Passion of the Christ sequel is in the works. Revenge uh, of Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's back. Well, you know, the thing is. The original Passion of the Christ, yeah, uh, really focused in on, you know, his death. Yes, right. Yeah, and miserably so, horrifyingly, goryly, snuff film, awful styleness. Yes, yeah. it was. I turned it off. I didn't watch it, uh, but I ho- certainly read lots of articles that were like. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting because Christian parents who. Uh, would never let their kids see a rated R movie, let their kids watch this, and apparently was just terrifying. Traumatizing. Just traumatizing. Awful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was, yeah, a lot of people accused uh, Gibson of sort of reveling in, in the gore. Um, well, might as well. And uh, It's part of the story. <laughs> well, nonetheless, uh, this will be a look at the resurrection. Oh. So it is the return of... Jesus. Interesting. Passion That's of Christ too. Passion. Passion doubles. Resurrection of the Christ. Three days later. <laughs> in a world <laughs> right. where gods can die. Yeah, exactly. And then come back. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, whatever. They never really were dead. Right. Oh, my God. He was just in the spirit world. Yeah, he was just spiffing up a little bit <laughs> before he came back. <laughs> Uh, so, so, dumb. so yeah, so there'll be, I'm sure there will be a really graphic 
um, you know, St. Thomas, you know, <laughs> sticking his finger right, with right. a nice little squishy sound effect. Yeah, not good. Um, so... No, this it's time gonna it's fun. gonna. This time it's gonna be just about love and 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 winning. I guess Jesus wins. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag winning. Hashtag winning. <laughs> Suck it, Romans. <laughs> Jesus wins. Yeah. So. Oh wait, we're talking about Gibson. Sorry. Suck it, Jews. <laughs> oh my God. Nonetheless, uh, nobody has. Uh, there's no studio or financial backers yet. Oh, okay. Uh, so, according to the, the Hollywood Reporter, this has just been uh, announced without any sort of. Yeah, it is. It'll, it'll it is, get funded. It's too early to talk money. Oh, quote: This is such a huge and sacred subject. No money yet. Okay. No money. Any uh, any plans on uh, or any announcements of casting? Are we going to have Caviezel back? Oh no, again? Jesus is is coming. He's gonna. Oh, real Jesus! Yeah, real Jesus. Jesus will this, be played this by is, himself. This is the coup. The, ro- the big, the big announcement. <laughs> They're going to be dropping a the, huge the unveil- bomb. The unveiling is going to be remarkable. <laughs> the second coming, or the comeback, right? Because Jesus, you know, he had. A, oh, because it's a Hollywood thing. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a, a comeback. comeback. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, from from Jerusalem via Hollywood, I'm going to take us to Iowa. Oh yeah, via Salt Lake City. I don't Iowa. know. Iowa is a state in, mm-hmm. the, in the United States. I'm sure you've it's heard true. of it. It's true. Never ha- been famous Iowa for its uh, what corn? Mm-hmm. That's about it. Uh, I guess. I don't know what else Iowa corn. would be famous for. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, now they're famous because their governor uh, has basically has issued an executive proclamation. In, okay. Uh, in the name and by the authority of the state of Iowa, that basically <laughs> says uh, that all Iowans should uh, should go to a s- statewide county courthouse Bible reading marathon. I beg your pardon. Uh, they. It's a peach of a thing. This document. This proclamation. Oh no! Uh, it's got. Is this one of those one, non-binding two, things? Hopefully, five, six, seven, eight different whereases. I love a good whereas. Everybody loves a good whereas. Whereas it begins. All scripture is essential to prepare us to be the people God wants us to be. All scripture, really? Uh, all scripture, really? Are they including the Book of Mormon, the Doctrine and Covenants, the, the Quran? Quran? The Bhagavad Gita? Yeah. I don't think so. All scripture. All scripture is essentially is essential to prepare us to be the people God wants us to be and to accomplish the purpose for which he has created us. Yeah, okay. And whereas America, being founded upon biblical principles and Judeo-Christian ethics... As, Bullshit! ...as taught in the Bible, paid tribute to the Bible for its important influence upon the development of our nation... Oh, dear God. ...by many of our great national leaders, such as President Washington, Jackson, Lincoln, Wilson, and... Whereas President Andrew Jackson called the Bible uh, on the book on which the Republic rests. Uh, and, uh, yes. And President he Abraham Lincoln called the Bible, quote, the best gift God has given to man. Ugh. This is, this really? is, th- that's like saying, you know, your bad uncle who gives you shitty gifts. This is the best <laughs> gift he's given us. He's given us some, he's the guy that gives you like, like the, 
you know, this, the hedge trimmer when yeah. you when you live in an apartment. No, this is more like the grandmother who wraps up stuff from around the house. Oh, and just right, gives it to you. Right, yeah, you get you get a box half open. Of, uh, what was it? A half open bag of chocolates or <laughs> a box of macaroni and cheese. We're actually referencing a real thing here. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's very true. Although to be fair, it was three boxes of macaroni and cheese. Oh, that's I see. Now that's a nice gift. Much better. And then the person next to that person got an iPod, which Grandma had no idea what it was. <laughs> She's like, "What the fuck?" Oh, I have no amazing. idea how that. Ended. Anyway, anyway, um, <laughs> apparently, uh, because all of these things and a whole bunch of other whereases, um. <clears throat> <laughs> oh, including, whereas lawmakers, law enforcement, social scientists, civic and church leaders are searching for solutions to, for the, to the critical problems facing our nation, mm. such as the drug crisis, uh, violence, and social injustice, yeah. all of which can be found within God's revealed will for mankind, and blah, blah, blah. Now, therefore, I, Terry E. Fucktard... Uh, governor of the state of Iowa. Is that really his last name? It is, actually. That's really weird. Wow. You'd think he How did he get elected? You'd think he would have changed it. I just don't think they know those words. Is in it Iowa. really like Fuktard? Fuktard? Fuk it's Fuktard. <laughs> uh, do hereby encourage all Iowans to join in the historical Iowa 99 County Bible Reading Marathon to take place on June the... <laughs> <laughs> That sounds awful. Yeah. Why would? Why did he do that? Uh, did you not hear the whereases? Uh, That's those why. are the assumptions. But he's that the uh, yeah he's like, jumping to some pretty major and unfounded conclusions. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, all based on nothing. Of course, the I, uh, the Fufurf and the ACLU. There's a bunch of people who are not thrilled by this, according yeah. to the Des Moines Register. Um. Uh. They, who was it? There was somebody, um, uh, somebody from the ACLU, I think. Okay. Said, "Oh no, this is this is co-president of the Fufurf, uh, Annie Lor Annie Laurie Gaylor. That's too many uh, IEs at the end of names. Yeah. I said the the government is supposed to be neutral toward religion. Can you imagine the uproar if the governor used state resources to encourage people to go to a, quote, God is dead rally or a vigil to review how divisive religion is? Hmm. Everyone can see how inappropriate that would be. This is exactly the same type of violation. So uh, I, I, I don't know that, that the Iowans will see it that way. Hmm. Uh, I haven't ventured into the comments section of, oh boy. of, the, uh, of the register. Um. <laughs> oh, I just clicked it. Here we go. First oh, comment God. that I see. If the peasants and heathens would study their Bibles like Pope Brandstand recommends. The, oh, that's oh, he's being clever. They too might someday uh, achieve the spiritual purity that his holiness and the Iowa Republican Church have already accomplished. Amen. Nice. That's cute. Nice. I well done. I like that. Yeah. All right. Oh, there you go. Uh, so, so move to Iowa, everybody. Mm. Or, yeah, move to Georgia. Oh, good, good. Oh, great. <laughs> I was hoping we'd move to Georgia. Uh, where a, uh, Baptist official, uh, has just come out and said it. Oh, yeah. Freedom of religion is not for Muslims. Right. It's for us. Doi. 
I mean, I, by us, I mean Baptists. <laughs> right. By I was us, quoting him, not good Americans. Quoting him. Yeah, real so, Americans, which yeah. means, uh, as as this governor of Iowa would tell you, it means Christian. Yeah, it well, doesn't. Absolutely. I mean, the by all scripture is essential, but only if it's Christian scripture. Yeah. I mean, this 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 comes up. This whole idea. I mean, and and people, the religious types, will be a little more cagey sometimes, mm. uh, or smart in their presentation sure. of of this sentiment. Uh, but he just flat out said it. Uh, he's he in a uh, sort of a little what would you call it an editorial or whatever mm. in a little Baptist newspaper newsletter sure thing. He wrote these opinions about how Islam, this is his, his line, Islam may be more of a geopolitical movement than a religion. So he's, he's trying to shift <laughs> what Islam is so that he can argue against it. Well, and when the then, goalposts aren't where you need them to be, <laughs> just, just you move, move them. Move the goalposts. Move them. He says, even if it were a religion, quote, religious freedom for Muslims means allowing them the right to establish Islam as the state religion, subjugating infidels, even murdering those who are critics of Islam and those who op- uh, oppose their brutal religion. Yeah, that's our ge- that's our right to do, not yeah. theirs. Yeah, we got here first, right? Actually, second. Uh, but we but we way overpowered those first ones, so we win. <laughs> we won so, already. So we know the risk here. Right. You know, we right. don't want them coming and overpowering us. The last thing we need is for somebody else to do what we've already done. <laughs> we did it already. We did it. It was terrible. History should never be repeated. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I do love that idea. The idea that, you know what? These guys are just going to come in here and try and turn this place into a theocracy mm. with them at the top. Terrible. That is not okay. <laughs> We're supposed to be at the top. Who would do that? Who would do that right. in these United States? Right. Who? Now. Who? Let's Damn. get to making this country Christian again. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so, uh, apparently this was a little bit of a reaction to the fact that the uh, uh, Southern Baptists are sort of participating in, you know, a little bit more of ecumenical conversations and whatnot. What? And so he's what? just like, he's like, no, no, not my, not my Southern Baptist church. Right. No way. Don't talk no. to those people. Those people. We don't talk to those people. They're going to ruin this country, and then they're going to kill us all. Right. They're going to turn us into a religious country. Yeah. Awful. Awful. Terrible. They're going to actually achieve the thing that we want to achieve, only with their (laughs) brand and not ours. Oh, lordy lord. I, I, I would hate... To be a Christian in America right now. Oh, well. Like that brand of Christian. First of well. all, the persecution that they have to suffer <laughs> is just outrageous. <laughs> People not letting them do every oh, single thing they want to do. I know. It's just, just this- it's so hard because uh, they're losing privilege left I and know. right. Everywhere they look, their privilege is crumbling around I know. them. No, It's just. It's so sad. <sighs> it's the worst. <laughs> How will they survive? Well, speaking of Muslims, I'm yeah. going to take us to... Uh, have you heard of this? Uh, it's a cute little country called Saudi Arabia. Oh, I hear it's lovely this time of year. Arabian night. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure that that's what... Uh, that, that Saudi Arabia 
is just like Aladdin, the show in the movie Aladdin, right? It, yeah. Pretty much. Those Disney... Uh, they do their research. Yeah, Disney, they really, <laughs> like, they they get it all right. Yeah, they definitely films. do. Uh, accurate cultural in, representation. In Saudi Arabia, uh, we've talked about this before, there's this box that they like a lot. Okay. There's this big uh, cube <laughs> that they're really fond of there. <laughs> they they it, does this box by chance contain the remains of a meteorite? It, no, it's it it has the uh the holy the the ark of the covenant. No, I'm just kidding. No. Yes, it's yeah, it's okay. just a it's just, I was like wait, I haven't heard of this one. What is this? <laughs> no, no, no. We're talking about the uh what is the thing called that they do the, the Kaaba. Hot. Yes, and they in, in Mecca. The Kaaba San Lucas. Uh <laughs> a horrible place to go for vacation. Right, yes. I guarantee you. No, we're talking. Yes, we're talking about Mecca and the <laughs> where, you, uh, where you can first get a, a, a stomach parasite, <laughs> and then you have to shave your head. <laughs> oh. And where, where you're getting really into this? You're getting. I don't know. You're going very. Uh, I was trying to merge the two, Dan. Right. Yes, I got it. You're going meta in Mecca. It's fine. <laughs> we'll move on. Uh, so, so yes, you couldn't hear my eye roll. No. I, they heard it. I think everyone heard it. <laughs> the, the pregnant pauses. My eyes are usually rolling. <laughs> anyway, uh, the uh, yes, there's 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 a big big square that everybody is supposed to walk around at least once in their life. But I don't think <laughs> that uh, that Muhammad understood how big his religion was going to get. Oh, he knew. He was a prophet. He, he was the prophet, Dan. He was the he, prophet. He saw it all. The end all and be all. The final prophet. The alpha and the omega? No, just the omega. The omega. Yeah, he's just the last one. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, the alpha was, I don't know, Jesus? No. Uh, no. Uh, uh, Abraham. Adam? Abraham. Maybe. Who knows? Anyway, um, he's the last one. And he said that everybody in his religion had to go to Mecca if they could possibly swing it. Right. And walk in a circle. Yeah. A uh, very, very important thing to do is there, to walk in a circle. There are other things that you do, but that's the big one. Right. Mostly it's, just, mostly it's about that. That's what it's the event's famous for. Right. And people have been trampled and just it's getting out of hand. It's out of control. It's too big for its britches. So uh, they've been expanding the britches for the longest time now. Uh, since the 70s, there's been a plan in place to, uh, to, to uh, expand this thing. And make it huge and make it capable of, of handling the millions of people that come every year. Yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, sin and since the seven and the reason that it started in the 70s was because that's when the oil boom of Saudi Arabia began. And suddenly they had the money to do this. Ah, yes. Um, to the tune of like 26 billion dollars. They're pumping into this thing. Sure. Um, largely led by the uh, Saudi bin Laden group. Don't mm. worry, you don't remember that name from anything. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, okay. That's the family of, of Mr. Osama. He so, he went in a different direction. So what kind of improvements? I mean, because like it, like you said, it's just a big big box full of rocks. Right. And it, so. had, it had this sort of, it was built in sort of the, like all of the architecture around it was sort of Ottoman era yeah, uh, architecture. Really now they're, 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 they're building around all of the, all of the building around. Right. And it's. And they're going with a much more Arabian uh, architecture. Well, but fuck it, them. <laughs> no, fuck the Ottomans. It's our country. 
no, it's amazing, and it's and but they're building this huge complex with giant. I mean, it's basically Vegas without any of the fun. Uh, they are right. they are building a huge, like enormous hotels. Uh-huh. They're building infrastructure so that you know with, with so that you can work, you can do the Hodge walking in the circle on an escalator sort of thing, on a moving sidewalk sort of thing. There's a lot going well, on. Yeah, I mean, walking around the thing's hard. It's oh god, it's you know, so hard. it's like. Well, I will say that they spent a shit ton of money just on, like, big shade umbrellas for the yeah. plaza. Yeah. Because it's, like, four billion degrees yeah. that these guys are doing this 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 hodge-walking. Yeah. So, hodge-a-walking? Hodge-a-walking. And they also, yeah, they added, like, hundreds of bathrooms because that was a problem. I would think it would have to be thousands of bathrooms. The, the that that uh, mosque when they're done with it is isn't it supposed to hold like 1.5 million people uh, all at once? It's or some like it's that? some crazy number. It's something ridiculous. Yeah, it's so. so absurd how big the thing's going to be. Yeah, like like do you have an aerial picture of the whole thing that you're looking at? Yeah, well, I've got a picture. It looks aerial. It's actually taken from one of the hotels. Oh, from like. One of the world's because largest buildings, yeah. Because they're so Tallest tall. Buildings. Yeah, that whole big thing in the background there. Yeah. That's one big mosque. Yeah. That's one building. It's enormous. Unbelievable. Like, it basically looks like, you know, one of the, Yeah, if you go to Vegas and you see those the giant malls that they're building and all... Like, Fantastic. Yeah. All the giant things, uh-huh. that's, that's what this feels like. Yeah. Do they have, like, a, you know, like, all the high-end shops? Oh, I'm sure somewhere. I, I'm guessing not in the mosque. Maybe there will be. I'm, I'm guessing there will be some shops in the mosque, yeah. but like, you know, for like m- memorabilia. Because, I mean, the fact of the matter is once you walk into that thing, if you get in the middle of it, it's a good hour walk to probably get out of it. To get anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Like the thing's huge. It makes Mall of America look tiny. <laughs> well, we can't have that. Somebody, terrible. somebody build a Christian version of this. We need a well. Cri- yeah, I know. In and and I think your idea of mall. Of, I think it needs to be in the Midwest of the yeah. United States. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, the the Catholics did a pretty good job back in the day, you know, and they got their own city out of the deal. Too. Oh yeah, the Vatican's a thing. And, and but uh, now this but is this, definitely this winning. Just shames. Oh. Just put St. Peter's to shame. Yeah, it definitely does. But it's a similar concept. When they built St. Peter's, they ripped down the the older basilica. That had been there, the old St. Peter's. Oh, that basilica. was a shitty basilica. Let's well, just but be it was honest. one of the most beloved buildings in all of Christendom, <laughs> right? Indeed. And it was considered like the most sacred, and blah blah blah. Yeah. And then they come along and they just they're like, Nah, I'm knocking it down. Blah. Nah, we'll just we'll just do a bigger, better one. Right. And this is the same concept. Who do we have to paint the ceiling? I don't know. We'll find somebody. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's thanks. different thing. Yeah. It's in the Vatican, though. Yeah, you're right. Anyway, uh, yeah, so there you go. Okay, Dan. I think we need to have a TGIA trip to Mecca. Well, first we have to convert to Islam. We can't even go to... I mean, we can't go into the, the you stuff. You can't get in Saudi Arabia, Dan. We can't? No. Unless you're on, like, a diplomatic passport or one of their, like, like oil workers. We'll, like, we'll say we're visas. journalists. <laughs> it doesn't work. They won't let you in. No foreign, No foreign nationals. Who are not? We uh, could we can convert to Muslim. Islam. All you have to do is say I convert to Islam. I know, 
I just then- did it. Shit, I just converted. <laughs> God damn it. How do you get out? Well, there you go. All right. Well, Dan. Yes. I've got a story that's kind of sort of related to the one that I just did, but it, it, it goes in a little bit of a different place. The AP has this series that they're doing on uh, Divided America. Uh, this is Which one... is ridiculous because America's not divided at all. No. <laughs> it says it right in the name of the country. Yeah. United States. Yeah. Yeah. We're united. Right. Um, this one, they, they took a look at evangelicals and sort of the, the current state of mind mm. of evangelicals in general. Uh, the headline says that evangelicals feel alienated, comma, anxious. Oh, and wouldn't you too, though, if since you uh, thought that you were a major political power, right, and all of a sudden you go through a political <laughs> season and you find out, nope, yeah, not anymore, folks, well, your power is waning. The GOP, all the GOP candidates still pandered to them. They tried because that, that was the pattern. Right. It didn't work. There weren't enough of them. Right. And there's numbers to show that the... the that evangelical, well, watch from a bucket membership has has actually fallen off oh. quite a bit, and that even though the numbers who are showing up and voting are sort of similar, they're just not um, they're not able to counteract a lot of the sort of prevailing you know trends in America huh. toward you know I mean look look at the things that they lost in the last just couple of years. They lost the whole gay marriage thing. Oh, that's a tragedy. Right. They continue every time anything having to do with like prayer and schools comes up. The only thing they're really doing decently on is abortion. Right. Um, yeah. And that's always been but their, all their, their main one issue. And they're, they're chipping them, away. They just chip. They're chipping away at that one. But anywho, uh, now the attitude amongst uh, evangelicals, not surprisingly, is that liberals are wanting to... Uh, seal sort of our cultural victory um, by now silencing huh. the church through all these efforts of like getting the Ten Commandments removed from state grounds, right? And all those sorts of things, yeah. things that never should have happened in the first place, right? Things that they weren't when, allowed to do, <laughs> when, when, and now we're silencing <laughs> them. When, when when you live in a s- supposedly secular system, right? Right. Uh, those things should never have happened, right? But, you know, they just did whatever. Now we're taking corrective action and just getting, making it appropriate, making everybody feel uh, like we have Equal. A, a space in, in the public realm. Right. Right. Except them. Not them because theirs got taken away. Right. They had extra space and now they're mad. We don't have any space anymore. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, so, you know, bakers, clerks. <laughs> Uh, religious leaders of charities and schools are feeling a little, a little targeted. I was just, I was just approached yesterday. Oh, uh, I, outside of a restaurant, I was going in for lunch, and a guy was going to sell me some, uh, some banana bread. Oh, was, oh, really? And I was like, oh, and he said, it's for uh shelter, and I was like, oh, and he said, uh, for addicted people, and I said, oh, and he said. It's the Christian blah blah blah, and I went oh, <laughs> and he's uh, he's and I was with a friend. She's and she asked him, so what's the Christian part? And he was like, well, it's the only cure. And we oh, said, no, nope, not interested. Bye. 
Sorry. Keep your banana bread. Uh, there's actually science for that. We know it's not the cure. It doesn't work. <laughs> your Jesus doesn't work, and your no. banana bread's probably gross. So, Ew. there. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is a quote. Okay. From uh, this dude, Richie Clendenen. Oh, yeah, him. He was the, he, or he is the pastor of the Christian Fellowship Church mm-hmm. in Benton, Kentucky. Yeah. Uh, and they're quoting a lot from the sermon that he's, he's, he gave. And yeah. he says, the Bible says in this life, you will have troubles. You will have persecutions. And Jesus takes uh, it a step further. You'll be hated by all nations for my name's sake, he said. Let me tell you, this or that time is here. <laughs> right. What? It's finally arrived, You'll, folks. So the prophecy is, my church will make you so annoying uh-huh. that everyone will, will just roll their eyes and not want to be around you. He continues. Okay. There's nobody hated more in this nation than Christians. <laughs> Welcome to America's Most Wanted. You. Yeah. Yeah, they do really? love their persecution complex. Don't Atheists, they? yeah. Atheists aren't more hated. Well, how do you? How can you be the most hated group when you're also the biggest group? <laughs> do you hate yourselves? Is that what's happening? <laughs> well, as far as like Protestant though, Protestant has slipped under fifty percent of the country, the total population. Yeah, but the, still the, collectively. You, now, if evangelicals add, never were right. in a majority. But if you add all... But they're using the word Christian. But they they use the word Christian uh, to talk specifically about, like, born-again Christians. I mean, that's what they're talking about. Because they don't really think that Catholics are Christian. I mean, they they are, but they're not They're not Christians. They're not their kind of Christian. Right. right. Well, everything like, they've with got them their is a no-true Scotsman no, uh, of fallacy. Course, of course. But... Um, yeah, no, 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 no. I th- I think that what he's talking about there is their their brand of Christian. Right. Well, because you can't look at the Supreme Court, Dan, <laughs> that has Jews and Roman Catholics only right on it, um, and f- you know, and feel like and feel like Christians are the most hated group in America. Right. Right. Not. I don't think they're talking about themselves. Uh, yeah or they are only talking about yeah themselves. they're only talking about they're not they're right. not including other brands of christianity yeah. yeah uh and nonetheless it goes on uh the article is actually a really good read hmm. uh, we have to post it somewhere um but nonetheless all about culture war and how the cultural war has moved on and it's just not the same thing anymore it doesn't yeah. have the same traction that it once did oh um they're frantically looking for another culture war seems to be centering around bathrooms at the moment but, um, <laughs> right yeah i don't think that's going to get them anywhere either there's these uh, i don't know somebody just blew up a bomb in a target so yeah they're making some hay out of it yeah i just i don't know yeah bathrooms don't go to the bathroom i think once americans get, battleground get used to the idea that trans people are out there and they're just people being people yeah it's gonna take a while it's gonna take a minute but i think i think we're on a good path for that it feels like a good path well i'm glad i'm i'm seeing some years of battle with that one no it's not like they're just gonna roll over (laughs) but i i really think that there's something i i don't know 
We'll see. I, I think that I think we're going to see it move quickly. I hope we see it. Move I, quickly. I hope you're right. I hope so. you're right. Uh, I've got an update from a story mm-hmm. that we did uh, fairly fairly recently. Oh, indeed. Uh, okay. Do you remember uh, a, few, a month or two ago we were talked about uh, the Dutch Ark, mm-hmm. Noah's Ark, that was going to set sail? They built an ark. Yeah. Uh, a replica, an, an exact replica of Noah's Ark, except for the fact that it's actually just built on the, on over a, like actual barge that would be seaworthy, and what? they just clad it in Noah-like materials. Okay. <laughs> on the outside. Okay. Anyway, this thing was going to set sail. Uh, I was, I believe, headed for Brazil. Isn't that what we talked about? Headed for somewhere in South America, and then it was on the big world tour. So it launched. Uh, unfortunately, maybe God had other plans. Oh, no. Uh, when they have lots of animals on it, it was being towed on Friday, uh, out to, to get out to sea. Uh, the crew lost control and it collided with a a Norwegian coast guard patrol boat. (laughs) Oh, no. What happened to the animals? Uh, Fortunately, there were no animals aboard. Was there a rainbow? At the time. Did God (laughs) give another promise? It's like, I will never make the ark crash again. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, Yeah, this is is bad for them. There was... This this does not bode well. <laughs> I, f- I feel like it's an omen. Uh, far from being uh far from there being a rainbow, I feel okay. like this is what, the opposite of a rainbow. What, what's the omen saying? Well, cut it out. I think <laughs> is what it's saying. You're annoying everybody. Bad idea. Right. Uh, apparently, uh, Mister Hui Bears, the uh, the the what's his name? His name was jo- Johan. Wu- uh, Huebers, Huebers. I'm going to call him Huebers. Okay. Um, it was the the guy that that funded and and had this thing built. Excellent. I'm not going to fall into the. There's this the way that this has always been presented by the media is that he's a carpenter who built this thing. <laughs> he's a contractor. Okay. Who had the thing built? He, okay. They everybody tried to make this into the story of like a guy in his backyard. Like hammering and and sawing wood by hand? No. Okay. This is a wealthy man who had this thing built. Okay. Anywho, he was uh he was apparently very shaken up by the whole thing. Oh no. He said, quote, It's an awful dream to have an accident with the Ark of Noah. <laughs> oh. So he's on his way to, to Norway. Oh, and here's here's how he presented it. With wood, nails, and a hammer to repair it. Enough with this story. It's such bullshit. Yeah. But, oh, well. They didn't cover... Well, I guess because Nova was covering it. Um, but Nova did one of their little... Uh, build some archaeological or some sort of supposed thing from the past experiments, yeah. right? Can it be built? Can we raise an Egyptian obelisk using ancient technologies? Right. Can we this? Can we... Right, right, they, right. They love that. Right. Little, you know, story device. Um, I watched one recently about the ark yeah sure and it was actually quite fascinating because they were they went back to the epic of gilgamesh and even further back and looked at well what were what was going on in the region and Mm. what were the cities like and what was sort of the climate like and what was living near one of these rivers like and their little towns would often flood away 
mm. because of the way that the rivers flowed. Right. Right. And so every generation or two, the town would be wiped out. Would be flooded out. Right. And so they were like, well, what if this is actually sort of based in that reality and there was some dude who was like, well, fuck you, River, and built basically a barge and put his animals on it. Right. Yeah. Right? Like, you his, know, like, like not goats. all the animals. He didn't he had, go to Africa. And he get, had four goats and three cows. <laughs> right. He didn't round up giraffes and elephants and whatnot. Right. And you, so. You mean he didn't round up uh, two of 8.7 million different uh, <laughs> species to put them all on a boat? No, I'm not sure. No, that, he didn't do that. I'm not sure that. No, that, probably not. I think you're wrong. I think he did. And so anyway, so they they looked at sort of the raft type, like what 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 boats could they find in sort of the archaeological, you know, history, right? Right. Um, archaeological record or whatever. Um, and uh, what could they build that might be sort of to the dimensions that are described in the Bible? Yeah. Right. And so they do it. And uh, and it, the thing floated. It wasn't like they had a lot of control over it or anything, but the thing did float. Okay. And it didn't break in half. But they didn't and make it to the specs in the Bible, did they? Not not fully, completely, because the Bible does describe more of a, it's a lengthy thing, right? Yeah, it's huge. Right. And there's no way, uh, from what I've seen, from what I've read, like, if this thing is just made of wood, mm -hmm. there's no way this thing is seaworthy. Right. It would just fall apart. Well, nonetheless, they 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 did like a more of a disc shape. Oh, so thing. they so they didn't use the specs in the Bible at all then. No, maybe they were more the ones from Gilgamesh. I can't okay. remember, but they used some sort of some sort of record. Yeah, and they were like, "Well, let's go with that one, right? Yeah, and let's see if we can actually do it." Sure. And then, of course, you know, the other peoples came along, stole the story and uh borrowed it and yeah turned it into their own thing and made it more fantastical as you do as you do you know don't let the truth get in the way of a good story that's the that's the mantra right but i loved that nova was tackling this whole thing and they were like uh by the way <laughs> anyone at home who thinks that the bible's the first recounting of this story right yeah uh there's multiple different versions throughout antiquity of of that same right story yeah we're, i mean yeah it's interesting well How? next time they need to get their cubits right i say and see what happens right yeah anyway uh well if you have anything you need to add to the uh, arc conversation or anything that we've spoken about ladies and gentlemen please feel free to write into us that's podcast at thank god i'm atheist.com or you can call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. We sure do love it when you do that. Uh, go like the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist. And while on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. It's a closed group, so you have to be let in. Yeah. Uh, so, hey, before we do anything else, yeah? I want to talk about Loot Crate. Oh, uh, Loot Crate. Yes. Uh, just, a, just a quick reminder to all of you people out there that we uh, are, are, are offering unto you uh, a chance to support our, our show mm -hmm. and get uh, a whole bunch of Pretty really sweet deal. cool stuff. Yeah. Like, get a way, like, way more stuff than you're paying for. Yeah. You sign up for a subscription uh, monthly, 
and month and every month they send you a box full of a uh, really cool like geek nerd comic book pop culture sci-fi st- sci-fi pop culture stuff yeah um what's the theme this month dan uh we're still in the uh in the 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 dystopian future or dystopia Ooh, month that'll be I fun think. so yeah really cool stuff a lot of a lot of fun things uh so go to lootcrate.com slash tgi atheist yeah not tgia don't go to tgia if you do you're helping somebody else and we can't and that's not us tgi atheist uh yeah lootcrate.com slash tgi atheist and uh Can you say it another time dan what lootcrate.com slash tgi atheist is that what you wanted me to say of course i can say lootcrate.com slash tgi atheist i can say it as many times as you want me to <laughs> want me to do it again I don't know, Dan, can you? Lootcrate.com slash TGI Atheist. I can do it. <laughs> I'm capable. Anyway, just right. go there. Uh, you'll, you'll get like double the amount of stuff than you're paying for. It's cool. You'll enjoy it. Okay, well, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, this is a certain Dave Dobinmir. He was, uh, he was a foot- high school football coach. Got oh. fired for making all, for making, forcing all of his uh, players to pray. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently he does something online that he posts online. Sure. And so here's him talking. He's, uh, he's a celebrity he just, now. He, he gets right to the point. So let's just, let's just <laughs> he, listen in. He's good at that. White, Christian, heterosexual men mm-hmm. have spread the gospel of Jesus Christ throughout the world. And if we can get them silenced, the gospel is silenced. And not only is it, guys, listen, this goes beyond race. I just saw today on the internet, some big Christian singer, I don't know who he, don't know his name because I don't follow that stuff, came out as a homo. And the church is embracing him, embracing the homo. But see, it's another minority that we're being taught to embrace. Now, most of us probably feel a little bit uncomfortable talking about white folks, and that's what they've done to us, see? And it's only, as I said earlier, it's only the white Christian heterosexual male that can save the world. We can't save the world. That was a terrible phrase. We're the only ones that can that can uh, contend for Western civilization. We are it. <laughs> oh my god let Dan. me tell you another minority that we have to embrace <laughs> we have to embrace another one no i don't want to embrace any of them the the saviors of the world the white christian thank men. god straight white christian thank men god for straight white for heterosexual white christian men. christian men Thank it's, God. They're the only there just hope. There aren't enough of them in they, the world. Help me, white, straight Christian men. They're my only hope. <laughs> uh, I, I'd like to, as, as a straight white male, I don't have the Christian thing going for me, right. but I'd like, to, uh, I'd like to say this to all of our listeners. You're welcome. <laughs> We're so helpful. <laughs> we straight right, white men. We make everybody's life better. Oh, it's until just... we start, you know, embracing minorities then the and world diversity world, and diversity fuck that shit god it's the worst i just love that he says it like he's so he's he's like trump he's yeah. actually just he forgot his filter left yeah. it at home well you know and it just comes 
tumbling out of his mouth. Here's an interesting thing, and he actually kind of says it, right? He knows that that for a while in this country, white white men, white people didn't feel really comfortable talking about whiteness. Whiteness. Yeah. Right? They they, ooh, they didn't understand it, but they knew but but the sort of the politically correct <laughs> movement had successfully silenced a lot of the 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 hateful speech in this country right oh and it and and it taught us some better words to use (laughs) but what it didn't do what for everyone was actually teach them about diversity right yeah it didn't actually it it just silenced the hatred it didn't right that's it didn't which is a good start it's a good start but what (laughs) what i actually think is important about the rise of trump and the, the 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 this little pressure release that's happening right now in our culture where everybody feels like that that they can come out and say their hateful things right, right? is that is that we can see it sure we know where it is oh. we know how bad it continues to be yeah. and we can say you know what we might have thought that we'd made a lot of progress here <laughs> but but all we managed we, to we, do was like make it go, make it just fester inside of them uh-huh. instead of the, it coming out of their yeah. face holes. I think it's good for it to be out for a minute. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, at because least it, at least when when people are like, "Oh, this country's not that racist anymore." This country's this country. We've managed to achieve uh, equality. Really, we're not that homophobic anymore, right? Because people had stopped because they were afraid to say it rightfully so right because we'll come down on you right but the, that just meant that it went interior it didn't mean that right. they had come up with anything new now the problem is they have all found each other again right right and so they know who they can be and then they feel empowered in in their uh god bless them in their hatred and homophobia and Idiots. whatnot racism yeah um so i mean that that in itself you don't want a bunch of empowered racists uh out there but, well, um, no, but as long as they're saying it out loud, we can we can find out where they are. Exactly. We know who they are. We, we, know, we, we can do a good assessment of the dangers <laughs> and risks at play here. Which are mostly the dangers and risks are that straight white men aren't getting their due anymore. <laughs> poor, I just feel for them. I know, me too. I actually, poor guys, there is, <laughs> it's pathetic, you know, yeah. I feel bad for them because they're in such... You know, well, emotional turmoil. They what don't... he's talking about when he says when he says white people, we can't even talk about being white anymore. It's because all the things that he wants to say about being white are utter bullshit and are coming uh, from that 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 privileged place. Right. And he doesn't actually understand what being white means in the slightest, except that we're superior. White people are better. <laughs> I know that much. I don't really know anything else, but I know that I'm supposed to... I want to be able to talk about white people because they're cool and they're better than yeah. everybody else. Uh, anyway, okay, let's move on. We've got some... We had some folks write into us, uh, some lovely listeners, so I'm going to jump right into that. Uh, Nadine wrote in to say... Oh, and this is for you, Frank. Oh. Okay, guys, you can't mention Snapchat and then not give a oh, give out your wow. Snapchat codes. Come oh, on, boy. share. So, well, okay, let's see what my username is. Will it work with just my username? Folks? I have no idea. I've never even been to Snapchat. Is it a place? I don't I, know. I think it'll work with just my. How you appear on Snapchat? So pick a name your friends know you by. Okay, yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, it, we're doing the it, research it, it now. It appears that I did. 
here's what it says underneath my name. Because uh-huh. there's that little picture thing, guys, which I, I suppose I could post online. Post it so on the like, members only lounge. So you could like take a picture of it, you know? Yeah. But if you want to come find me on Snapchat, this might be terrifying. I don't I don't know enough about it, but <laughs> I guess I can just shut it down if it yeah. explodes on me. <laughs> um, it says my name, Frank, right? And then it says Frank Film. And then it has like a <laughs> a line. <laughs> One of those vertical lines. You're going to give someone the ability to hack your Snapchat is what's going to happen. No. Okay. I'm not giving them my password. Frank film and then vertical line. Vertical line. (laughs) And then one, six, five. Okay. Well, no, because like if somebody comes along and takes a picture of it, I know how that works. Right. Maybe you should post a, a screenshot of that. It's like a QR code sort of thing, yeah, right? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. So post a screenshot of that in the members-only lounge. Probably don't want to post it on the public page, do you? I don't know. I know people make these things available to the public. Well, do it. I don't care. I don't know. I'll... I'll f- <laughs> By I'll next week, Frank that. won't have Snapchat anymore is what we're getting yeah. at. And, oh, uh, but it, this also, folks, uh-huh. this comes with a warning. Okay. And I want to be clear about this warning, <laughs> which is my Snapchat is utter nonsense. It's, yeah. It's, and I don't post there all the time, but it is, of all the social media, it is the one that I do participate in. Oh, really? On some level. Sure. Yeah. So if you want to interact so, with Frank's nonsense, yeah, it, it's, track him down. I mean, I suppose I could start like looking out for like atheist or silly god stuff or whatever, yeah. like, and post <laughs> that, you know, if that happens. But otherwise, it's seriously me and my dog, uh-huh. or... Uh, what else could it be? Do you be? do face swaps with with Milo? <laughs> no, that's just horrifying. I think you should. Um, but um, yeah, yeah, you know, if I see something funny out in the world or just... I mean, the other day I just took a bunch of pictures of like movie posters. Uh-huh. Because where I was at, there were a bunch of posters and so sure. I posted those. Um, like I said... So if that boring nonsense not, appeals to you... It ain't gonna be great. I can promise Frank you that. On, and it will have nothing to do with, thank God I'm atheist. Right. And if that intrigues you on some level, feel free to uh, <laughs> come find me. To friend you? To f- add sna- me? To snap you? I think it's add me. I think you snap. I think you add people okay. on Snapchat. Uh, Petter in Alaska wrote into us. He, he said, uh, Hi folks, I was recently researching uh, the religiosity of George Washington. And noticed that uh, his use of expressions such as my God and thank God were taken as evidence of his belief in God. Since you often use similar expressions, I wonder how this strikes you. Oh, we every once in a while there's an email that that calls us out on on this. I think it's clear you can't take those expressions as evidence for Christianity. (laughs) You've got to go a little deeper than that. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, otherwise, well, I mean. Or maybe somebody's going to now write an essay about why Frank and Dan are actually secretly Christians, uh, which would actually tickle me pink. Well, in the early days of the podcast, we were uh, accused of being Christian trolls. Yes, that's true. So that's true. Um, I think I think we if if we if we are boy, we're we're playing the long game. Yes, <laughs> yes, we are. It is the very long. We, boy, you guys are going to be psyched out <laughs> when the big reveal happens. when the big reveal happens in four more years <laughs> just four more years of this and suddenly we'll be well i'll be like psych we're christian motherfuckers <laughs> now come to jesus yeah um here's the deal 
I think that all these things are just in the vernacular. They're, they belong to you culture. You say Jesus Christ. You say, oh, my God. It doesn't matter. Yeah, they're, not, they're cultural references, yeah. not religious references. Yeah. But Petter has another question. Oh, okay. Uh, he has numbered both of his questions number one. I like that. Fun. <laughs> all right. So uh, question also number one. Tangentially, I'm also wondering if in writing you'd capitalize the name of the gaudy character when you make such exclamations. Uh, uh, when I say, oh, my God, and yeah. I type it, no, I do not. When I talk about God as sort of the name of whatever deity a lot of people in this country believe in, yeah. then I do capitalize it. Yeah, it does seem to be his name. Yeah. Uh, or, or that seems to be the, the reason he's capitalized. Yeah. Uh, so, so, so maybe? I, yeah. I would definitely capitalize like Yahweh or... Uh, yeah. It's, or a, it's a proper name, Jehovah. even though... You know, the Christians really didn't come up with anything fun for the name of their God. Yeah. Um, but um, it just depends. I mean, I'll tell you this. If you're really trying to piss off a Christian in, a, in an online debate with them, go ahead and don't capitalize. Sure. If what you're trying to do is push their buttons. Right. Yeah. yeah that's a good button to push. But, yeah. the, but it doesn't really do anything. When I type out OMG, it's capital <laughs> O, capital M, lowercase g. <laughs> just to be a fucker. O-M. God. Right. Although there, in Mormon circles, I see a lot of "om goodness" written out. <laughs> maybe that's maybe they'll just assume that that's what you're doing. It's just right. Is is just go, no. switching to goodness instead of God? I think that's such a such a specific reference, Dan. I think, yeah. I, I oh, think I'm safe. Om goodness. Um, Liz wrote in to say uh, a little thing about the Swiss. Now, if you'll recall, Frank. Yeah. You and I talked about the Swiss people because uh, oh, in no. Sw there was a story about how in Switzerland the the young uh, a couple of young Muslim boys mm -hmm. didn't want to touch uh, the female teachers' hands. Right in the tradition, grand grand Swiss tradition of shaking hands. Right, uh, right. but they were in the grand Muslim tradition of girls have cooties. Right, so uh, so they were not going to do that. Uh -oh. uh, did we speak in general terms? too much well uh, what we said we, we we were just kind of making fun of the swiss a little oh, bit yeah uh, okay. and she says uh, the swiss a little thing about the swiss i'm a third generation swiss immigrant to these united states i don't think that means she's an immigrant i think she means she's she's her descended she, from an immigrant she said her grand her grandparents or great grandparents uh were swiss were swiss okay came over on from switzerland okay uh because switzerland is so close to so many different countries uh and the cultures uh, and cultures, mm -hmm. it is a true definition of a melting pot, a, a melting pot of a lot of white people. Anyway, um, <laughs> most citizens speak German, but there are a total of four national languages spoken throughout, including true. French, Italian, and Romansh, mm -hmm. uh, which is a descendant of Latin. Uh -huh. uh, also, the Swiss do not form Sw the Swiss do not form a nation in the sense of a common ethnicity or language, but rather a strong sense of identity and community ah. founded on common historical background and shared values. Huh. Uh, she says, so I totally understand the decision against the Muslim schoolboys. If they are to be Swiss and work and live in Switzerland, they must be Swiss. And that means uh, touching females without yelling cooties. Uh, oh, she cooties. She's, yeah. Same thing. I must have stolen her joke. Anyway, uh, also, uh, there's more. <laughs> she says, also, there's more than just yodeling. Uh, there's the Alpenhorn, the Alphorn, uh, which she describes as a very large wooden trump-like instrument uh, and sounds like a mixture of the tuba and didgeridoo. Fantastic. That's true. Uh, very, the, the, the Swiss, with their rich 
They're dirndls and alpahorns. <laughs> cowbells and... <laughs> uh, believe me. I, be, I love Switzerland. Oh, Switzerland's it's beautiful. Gorgeous to visit. It's, it's fantastic. Uh, and However... Not... Not a not a melting pot in in any sort of. I mean, yes, there's all of these different. It's a melting pot of people who are all kind of the same of Europeans. I mean, <laughs> I mean, tell French people that they're like German people, right. or Italians that they're like the Germans. You that's, know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. You know, and so I mean, I get it. The Switzerland brought together these different groups of people, huh. right? Yeah, uh, who all lived in the same region of europe right and they formed a nation and they've done a good job of it and they've and they've they've uh you know they have these i really strongly held ideals about what it means to be swiss yes indeed as as this collection of people who are different right yes what is it what is the thing that we have in common what is our basic swissness yeah what is that all about what do we believe in as a people and whatnot and what what makes you what makes you you a swiss sir or a swiss miss yeah (laughs) anyway yeah they have defined (sighs) that and so and so I get that they want to protect that because that's what they've always been. Because xenophobia right? is good for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it is hard to use the word melting pot and then say but you have to change to match what's already in the pot. Right, exactly. You know. Yeah. Um sure you can be an ingredient in our pot, just be one of the ingredients already in the pot. <laughs> We've closed the recipe. No carrots. <laughs> we, this is not an open There's recipe. Celery we and onions and right. potatoes. That's it. No carrots. Nine. Carrot, change your color. What sweets are due for, for <laughs> carrot? We can't have them. I anyway, know. I mean, you, you and I were talking earlier about, about America and how it's trying to sort like, we get all these evangelicals and all these, all these, yeah. all these like, Tea party types who are trying to close our melting pot. Yeah, exactly. Trying to keep out outsiders, trying to right. keep out Muslims, trying to keep out Mexicans, trying to make sure that it, that America is the America that they remember and that their well, grandparents grew up in. And right, but and they they go l- back a generation or two, and it's just a different group of people that we're all afraid of. Right, right, right. Like it was the Italians at one point. Yeah, exactly. How the, the, unimaginable the is that? The Irish. We don't want the Irish being part of our melting pot. Right. The fact of the matter is, ladies and gentlemen, that the whole idea of melting pot America and the best thing that America has, and the thing that actually has made America successful, yeah, is that we let everybody in. We look at all the stuff that they bring along. Yeah. We take the good stuff. They eventually abandon the shits, the stuff that isn't as fun. Yeah. Because, uh, because America's awesome and there's like great things in our culture and eventually right. everyone kind of gets the best of all the worlds. Or, or least, that's the hope. Or, or at least some of the good stuff of all yeah. the worlds. Yeah. I, I mean, I, our food is awesome. Yeah. I don't care what you say. We've got amazing food here because we, because as soon as somebody's like, Hey, have you guys tried curry? We're all like, fuck yeah, curry. And that's, and suddenly, like, and then we're like, what about a curry hot dog? What about a curry, you know, blah, blah, blah. Right. What about curry tacos? We love all the things. We'll just do whatever. Uh huh. We're crazy. Yeah, it's true. We'll go loco on you, SA. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, so Dan just really said something there. Boy, did I ever. <laughs> Let's move on, shall we? Um, <laughs> That's uh, 
So, so uh, we <laughs> I don't even know what else I would add. No, don't add like anything. You just, I, nothing. Let's just I, move um, on. Can I just put a period? Boop. And we're done. <laughs> so there's a so a couple of weeks ago we were reading in uh, on on the intertubes, uh-huh. and a, a story came up about uh, a, a a band. Oh yeah, a a Christian band, a band of Christians, a band of these this band of brothers, <laughs> this band of Christians, uh, and and they uh, and 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 there was a big uh, to do because the leader of that band. Had a, had had left his Christianity. Abandoned. Yeah, I tried to his avoid Christian that. faith. Dan, I tried to avoid it. Uh, anyway, uh, so I I had a conversation with with said band uh, singer, mm-hmm. and uh, should we just play that? Let's listen in. Well, I'm here with Shannon Lowe. Uh, Shannon, welcome to the show. Thanks for uh, thanks for coming on. Hey, what's going on, man? It's good to be here. <laughs> Appreciate it. Um, we. So we we learned about your story just a couple weeks ago. You came up on uh, pretty much every atheist outlet in the world. Suddenly, was talking about uh, your band, The Order of Elijah, and you. <laughs> and uh, and and so I wondered if you wanted to uh, to tell us why that happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, well, just in, in a in a in a nutshell, we've been a Christian band. Since 2008, we signed to a Christian label, uh, and about a year and a half, two years ago, um, I uh, I was setting out a service one day of church. Uh, I had decided to get back into church after some bad things happened in life and such, and um, I went over some barbaric stories that I just overlooked. So I started diving in deeper, and... Uh, uh, I, I, you know, most of the stories in that testimony I posted, but I will say that you know, uh, it, I, I just spent about half of a year uh, researching and learning new things that I just never even realized or looked at. Uh, I read some Sam Harris books, hmm. read uh, uh, The God Delusion, of course, and uh, then I felt like I was kind of in an eggshell because here I was trapped in this Christian band and I had realized that I had shed my faith completely and um, finding no other title to resort to other than really an atheist. That's the only way I could classify myself. And uh, I separated the band from the title Christian band in 2015, thinking that would be enough. But uh, uh, the fundamentalist crowd that we had kind of picked up from our previous label we're signed to a secular label now, but uh, it, it still kind of followed us around like a shadow and uh, kind of prevented us from being ourselves and expressing ourselves artistically without getting completely bashed. Right. Uh, with religious, um, religious stuff. So I, uh, I, it just piled up, and one day I, I ultimately decided to type up. A resolution for everyone because there was a lot of questions floating around and and I was feeling kind of backed into a corner huh. and uh, I I didn't want to upset fans I didn't want to upset anyone around me but you know after I after I read some more and I, I watched a little bit of him at the friendly atheist talk about what it's like to come out and, ex- and you know tell your friends that you're an atheist because it's almost like these days atheists are looked down more than transgenders and 
and uh, and and homosexuals and as crazy as that sounds. Right. And uh, so uh, I just decided to go ahead and be honest. I didn't want to. I knew we were still people were still buying our album, believing we were a Christian band, even though our last album was written uh, primarily after I'd uh, lost my faith. Now, so just say. just to give my listeners a little bit of context for, for what we're talking about here, y- your Christian band wasn't exactly like lovely voice. Like it, We're not talking about pretty things here. We're talking about some, some pretty hardcore metal. Am I right? Yeah, that, there's actually quite uh, an underground scene for the uh, Christian, you know, hardcore metal type uh, type genres, uh, and there, there's some bands that do really well for themselves. There's entire labels that devote uh, all their bands are, are Christian mm. heavy metal type stuff. Uh, most of it, um, we were kind of like the bad boys. We we had, if you read our lyrics from before before you wouldn't even really be able to tell we were a Christian band, but, um, uh, yeah, you guys, I, you guys were quite, uh, quite your, your voice. You're very, uh, screamy. You, you, you've got an amazing yeah. scream to you. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, you know, I know it's not everyone's cup of tea. Usually we appeal to like, we, we appeal to more of the youth. We appeal to, uh, fifteen to twenty-five year old usually that, that mm. enjoy metal and, and some some heavy music and uh, and we've always kind of um, kind of just try to be true in our lyrics and not try to uh, a lot of these heavy bands. I mean, if you dissect their lyrics, it, it looks like a Joel Olstein post right. masked with aggressive undertones and growls. But uh, on this last album is whenever I I, I had stepped away from. Uh, Christianity, so I I was writing about that, and I figured it'd be apparent enough in the lyrics, but um, we still kind of had, like I said, that shadow that followed us, and yeah. I believe that I've cleared that shadow off pretty well lately. Um, it's just a matter of being honest, I suppose. Sure. So how have your fans reacted? I mean, you, if you've got this huge Christian following and suddenly you say, I'm an atheist, uh, I mean... Surely there are plenty of uh, non-fans in the Christian world who, once they heard your music, were like, well, that makes sense. <laughs> don't, yeah. Don't, didn't you get, did uh, you, first, I mean, I guess the first question is, when you were a Christian band, when you guys were like deep into the Christian thing, how did, were, did, did, uh, was there a backlash against, because the kind of music that you guys play is exactly the kind of music that you hear Christian mothers talking about the devil, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's the kind of music that scares Christian moms and dads. Yeah, you know that there is those, uh, those, those, there's still a certain few Christians out there that deem metal music as something that's evil. But there, a lot of the non-denominational, um, you know, more modernized churches, uh, I'm talking, you know, like the bigger churches with lasers in that stuff. I mean, they're <laughs> totally open to tattoos. And, I mean, they think, yeah, whenever I was part of the church, you know, uh, I was chock full of tattoos. They had me on the teenage group. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I could, uh, I, I could, they they all thought that was cool. I could connect with them and stuff. So uh, there is, there is a, a big ministry um, in these non-denominational churches, um, 
primarily that that's that would be focused towards you know um you know, heavier music sometimes sure but yeah there is always those people that haven't liked us we we've been banned from churches and stuff like that before <laughs> after i came out as an atheist that it kind of turned into a, a a chaotic whirlpool just for a little while because i had so many atheists come to us in support because we were getting bashed so bad by uh some of our i guess you would say previous fans now right. and uh i've had fans Tell me anywhere from ripping our posters off and burning our CDs to, you know, uh, deleting us off their iPod or yeah. uh, yeah. stuff like that. Have you gotten hate mail? Have you gotten uh, some negative responses on you did a big Facebook post? Was that was that the big coming out? Was the Facebook post? Yeah, that was the initial the initial thing. I did not expect it to to gain the traction. <laughs> <laughs> or the attention that it did. I mean, I, I just, I guess there's a lot of other people that related with the same struggles I, I, I was, I mentioned. Yeah. Uh, Patios, uh, they picked it up uh, as an article. And after that, I believe is whenever it kind of, kind of took off. Right. But, uh, you know, it's been a black and white. We'll, we'll get either someone, I've had people, <laughs> uh, physical threats, uh, all the way to, I mean, I can't explain how many novels of Old Testament apologetics I've gotten. <laughs> of course. Um, the Richard Dawkins hate. Yeah, like for some reason everyone's really uh, compelled, even atheists are compelled to tell me how shitty they think Richard Dawkins is. And I'm like, man, all, all right. I mean, <laughs> I, I never said that he was like, you know, a saint or anything just enjoyed his book. Yeah. But, that's uh, a, that's the good thing about being an atheist. We don't have saints. That's not that that's not true. a thing that we do. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that that's that's really fascinating. So so you guys tell me about this. Now you wrote about your personal journey. You wrote about, you know, reading I, I love that the the story started with the uh, one of my favorite Bible stories, which is that of Elisha. The, the prophet who, who gets teased for being bald by a bunch of children and he calls down bears on them. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty uh, fucked boy, up. You know, uh, you should see, and I'm sure you have, the acrobatics that, that I will see the Christian apologists throw out for, for that specific verse is just mind-boggling because the acrobats that, a lot of Christian apologists seem to pull off just to justify that one story. Oh yeah. Seems limitless. It's crazy. Uh, everyone's got a justification for why it was okay for those kids to get ripped apart. <laughs> and I've heard them all. Yeah. Yeah. It was only, it was like 42 kids or something like that. Or killed by bears. Yeah. There's absolutely nothing ethical about that story. And then you went on to, I don't to... think it takes a rocket science to figure that out. <laughs> And then you went on to, to, to read. Now, this is, this was your big mistake, if, I, if you don't mind me saying so. Going on to read uh, the rest of the Bible and actually pay attention to all those stories, it's not good for your, not good for your faith, man. <laughs> no, that's not. You know, I had, I had read all, all of it before, but, you know, whenever you're juiced up on the moment and you don't even know any better, you're young, 
you just read right past those stories. Uh, I remember a few stories that perked my ears up whenever I was a, a young believer, such as uh, like all of the women had to go into a camp outside of town whenever they're on their period. Right. And I remember I was like, that's weird. <laughs> but I just, you know, you just look right past it. It just goes in one ear and out the other. And even today I can look at, at the story of Abraham and I'm like, a man heard voices mm-hmm. and mutilated himself and then like almost killed his kid. Right. And there's just not much admirable about that. But for Although, some reason, you, you got know, to admit, that's pretty metal. That is pretty metal. <laughs> that is pretty metal. Like he cut, he cut, he cut his own dick off, and then he goes and he has to convince everybody else in the town to cut their dicks off. He's like, "Dude, you guys gotta cut, like, just, just like that skin at the top, just cut that off, man." And then he convinces everybody to do it. That's hardcore, right there. David would be the most metal for gathering what, like two, three hundred foreskins from battle. Oh right, yeah, that's pretty. That's rough stuff, man. That's hardcore. Man, that had to be. That- if you think about that much foreskin being dragged through the <laughs> desert in a big oh, bag, that's just a lot of bacteria accumulating in one place. Yeah, but think of the barbecue <laughs> they had later. Oh, my God. I'm, that's disgusting. I'm, I apologize for that. Uh, so <laughs> so what's coming up? I, oh, that's what, here's the question I was going to ask you. Uh, the, the band, like you guys were a Christian band. Then you have a coming out. Did everybody just go along with you, all your bandmates? Um, you know, uh, they had been with me throughout the whole uh, like transitional process. Right. Uh, and no one in the band really uh, shares uh, the same points of view, but I, I know that none of them are religious. But the Christian thing began, like, years ago, and that was my idea, and I kind of was the one that kept it driving over the years, mm. uh, the years before, and whenever I came to them in, in uh, 2015, and they, you know, they knew I was, I was letting go of faith pretty quick. And uh, I was like, guys, I don't think we should be a Christian band anymore. I don't think we should sell this. And and he's, I, I remember every one of them was like, finally. Uh, <laughs> good. Oh. So uh, they've been completely, completely chill with it. That's good. So uh so who's who's the better audience? A Christian audience or a or a non a secular audience? I tell you what, the uh the uh the secular and the, the atheistic community that's come to our page, um it I didn't expect it, but it has been a breath of fresh air. You know, uh everyone is it, it builds each other up and uh and, and but it, has a reasonable approach and i mean i don't know like we have we've gotten a lot of positive support so i i don't have any complaints we've you know we had some atheists whenever it was first posted you know they were they were kind of talking shit on us but yeah it goes in one ear out the other i i I understand we're not going to please everyone and and we're we we are kind of an awkward genre of music, so uh, <laughs> I don't ex- I don't expect everyone to to be down. But you know, I I will say the ones that that have come over and joined us, uh, they're having a great day uh, 
<laughs> with all of the the Christians that are left on the page. Oh, I'm sure. Because, uh, and and we've 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 boosted in in activity and likes and all that, but um, I know that a lot of Christians are just sticking with us, you know. And they some of them even say, you know. I don't care if you guys are atheists now. I still love your music, and I, I'm I'm going to stick around. Nice, cool. And and then and then there'll be an atheist pop on there, and be like, you know what, you're cool. You know, I wish more people were like you, and and stuff like that. Uh, but if they get on there, and like, there's this there's this one guy, and every time I take a stance for LGBT equality, this guy gets on and does a rant about incest, and just <laughs> will not give up incest. And but at the same time, it's kind of annoying. It is just hilarious to watch him just get owned yeah. by the secular community. They're like, "What? What is wrong with you? What is your <laughs> obsession with, with incest?" Plus, incest is one of the that, things. You know, that's that, an argument of theirs. Plus, incest is one of the things <laughs> that their book is a little wishy-washy on. Like uh, the the Bible gets a little, uh, yeah, it doesn't outright condemn all incest the way you might want it to. There, there oh, are no the the only good guy out of Sodom and Gomorrah was Lot, and then he went off and had sex with his daughters. Right, right, yeah. So, so it's like if you're condemning incest, um, have you read your book? Has that guy even <laughs> read his own book? Because that's a uh, he's he's on a weird rant on that one. You know, and if you think about it, uh, they often always throw the Sodom and Gomorrah thing mm. whenever LGBT equality was coming through. They right. were like, "Oh, we're going to be the next Sodom and Gomorrah." Right. And then, and then, they, then it's ironic they use the incest argument against this, <laughs> or against the, the, the LGBT. It's like, well, the only good guy, only guy that that. God seen fit to keep out of all of those horrible homosexuals from Sodom and Gomorrah went off and committed incest. So obviously that's the grounds you guys stand on. Right, yeah. Yeah. If you just read twelve pages later, you'll discover something horrifying. <laughs> oh yeah. That's funny. Well stories goofy. Well what's what's next? What's coming up for you guys now that now that you're uh free from the shackles of Christianity, what's uh what's what's next for Order of Elijah? Uh well we're got where we leave for tour next week. Um we have a tour kickoff show tomorrow here in our hometown. Uh we're gonna be throughout the, the summer we're gonna be going through Colorado, California, all down the south. Nice. Uh, we'll be in Texas and New Mexico. We'll go up to Michigan, and but we're going to be on the road for a while. Um, and we've we're really excited because a lot of the new fans we've had come in. You know, they're they're excited to come out and meet us. And people that that have hit me up um, on my inbox and been like, "Hey, you know, I've got a similar story. This and that. Uh, what would you think about meeting whenever you come through?" I'm like, "Yeah, come on. We'll sit down and have lunch or something." Right so, uh, you know, I, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, yeah, whenever our album dropped, we hit top tens on top ten on iTunes charts. So, uh, we're the album's doing really well for us. And Congratulations, I can man! Probably guess the next album might be a little bit more brutal, especially philosophically. <laughs> nice. I, here's what I want to see. I want to see an album, an entire like metal interpretation of all of the fucked up stories in the Bible that got you 
like out of the <laughs> out of the uh, thing. I'll just call us one song, Old Testament or something. There you go. I like it. I like it. <laughs> I was thinking about calling the the next album. I, I haven't said this anywhere publicly, so I was thinking about calling the next album Apostasy. We'll see if it happens. There you go. Well, you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Well, hey, <laughs> Shannon Lowe, thank you so much for coming on the show. All right. Well, I appreciate you having me. It's been a good talk, man. Yeah, good luck to you, and I'm sure a bunch of our listeners will be will be out there at your shows cheering you on. All right. I appreciate it. Well, there you go. Dan. Didn't he seem like a nice well guy? Well done. Yeah. Just a nice, just a nice fella. Yeah. Who screams at people. <laughs> I don't even know how you do that. How does he, how does the man have a voice anymore? I don't know. Anyway. Wow. Okay. But nonetheless. But now he screams at them uh, about, about. Is that how he yells at his neighbors? Do you think? <laughs> You know? Yeah, but that's how he does it. Get off my lawn! No, no, no. That's his friendly yell. <laughs> Come over for a barbecue! <laughs> <laughs> ah, I love We'd love it. to have you over for a swim. It's a serious thing. Like, you have to train your vocal cords to be able to handle it. Or is there a technique? There's te- there is technique to it. Okay. Yeah, you work with a, a guy who... Is in a in, in a bit of a no. That's true. Metal band. Yeah, a few of them actually. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right. Well, well Daniel, how yeah. do how do people respond to all this? Yeah. Uh, yes. If you have something you'd want to say, uh, you can. You first of all, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna go out of order. You can scream it at us if you call our phone fo- our fo- voicemail number, which is four two four six 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 eight four four two eight four four two, or you can send us a email message, yeah. which is podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist. And while on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge. Request to join. Yes. Close group. Yep. Uh, that's right. Well, hey, thanks to uh, Mackenzie for doing our, our, our social social media so over on the, the Facebooks. And thanks to the Red Rock Hot Club for the continued use of their music. And thank you, dear listener, uh, for tuning in. Bye!